What would you give up for a brand new iPhone? Hmm. Stay tuned. Into Tomorrow is up next. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Hard to believe we've been doing this, whatever this is, for 28 years now. But we thank you for tuning in to Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And as you say, we'll keep doing it until they catch us. That's true. I've been fond of saying that for probably 27 of our 28 years. This is, of course, the broadcast for the weekend of August 4th, 2023. We, into tomorrow, are born on the radio and raised by technology. Your gas X, if you will, for tech, among other things. We, of course, are coming to you from the Dexcom G7 Studios, powerful, simple diabetes management. Be sure to visit D-E-X-C-O-M dot com for more info and how you can learn how to control your diabetes or anyone in the family or friends that you have they can help yes can they not they can all right okay here you go i know you're anxious to do it most important things to remind our audience of every week check your spam filters all right to make sure that any email that you want didn't end up there. Yeah. All right. Back up your important data. Okay. Including an off-premise backup for yeah. a catastrophe. All right. And the third thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should write these things down. I really should. Yeah. A little post-it note on your laptop or something would be helpful. Yeah, well, it's because I didn't back up my data, yeah. so I can't remember. Could it be to sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter? Ding, ding, ding. That was a test. Yeah, Right. Because, you know, and it's, I'm it's, the one who's really old, and you're the one that should have not any memory issue problems. It's COVID brain fog. Yeah, right. How long are you going to blame that? <laughs> I'll blame everything on COVID. Forever. Yeah, it's raining today, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's all from all caused by COVID. Yeah. I tell you what, though, every doctor I've seen since that time in the hospital all those many weeks blames everything on post-COVID. It's like, enough already. Of course, you learned why they call it practicing medicine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. So if you were possibly wondering what could else could go wrong in Elon what Musk's... What could else? Twi- yeah, what could else okay. go wrong right. you know, in Elon Musk's Twitter reband, uh, we've got something for you. The uh, Apple App Store reportedly won't let him change the iOS app's name. Oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Apple App Store won't yes. let him go from Twitter to X? Yeah. Now, the snag, according to tech blog Bleeping Computer, I love that name, oh, yeah. um, is due to an App Store rule that mandates its iOS apps have a minimum of two characters in their name. Uh-oh. The restriction seemingly only applies to its app on the store pages. Once installed, the app's name becomes X. Uh, data scientist Nick Sheriff said that if they managed to obtain approval uh, from Apple on the name change in the App Store, it would mark the first instance since the inception of the iOS App Store that such a permission has been granted. Now, I wonder what their reasoning is behind it. I mean, you know, the letter A, what's wrong with that if that's your Twitter handle or I or any number of things? I didn't know that they require a minimum of two letters. Yeah. That has has to have, I'll bet it's something 
involving software or well, something. Well, because they probably know, you know, unlike Elon Musk, that you can't trademark a letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to have two letters. Yeah. But, wow. That's poor Elon. Yeah. Uh, he'll just buy it. Yeah. Apple, Apple, Apple I mean. Just buy Apple, though. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be interesting? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? You won't let me list it? I'll just buy you. Yeah. I don't even know if he has enough money for Apple. Hey, probably not. Yeah. It's it's worth way too yeah, much. Isn't it like two or three trillion now? I think so. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have that kind of money. It's way overpriced, too. <laughs> yeah. Because just to have a piece of fruit on your device, you pay a lot more money than the rest of us smart people do. Well, look at how uh, how much Elon uh, overpaid for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, it, that, there's that. Oh, goodness. How much would you give up for a brand new iPhone? Me, nothing. Uh, about Be- 20 bucks. For a brand new <laughs> iPhone 14? Yeah, well, that's why I still have a brand old iPhone 11. Wow, you're yeah. way behind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's working. <laughs> For right now, if it, ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay, well, have you heard about this? A couple from West Bengal sold their eight-month-old kid to get an iPhone 14. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What's even more shocking is that they bought the iPhone to record their travels okay. without a kid. The cops retrieved the child from a resident who had paid money for the kid. She resided in the same neighborhood. The baby's mother and the lady have been arrested, but the father is on the run. Oh, apparently with the iPhone 14. Yeah. The cops are still looking for him. Locals were suspicious of the couple when they were unable to see the infant for several weeks. And that's when they decided to report the incident to authorities. Interesting. And then it became, yeah, we sold our kid to get an iPhone 14. Wow. Great parenting, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, now that begs the question, you know, we can put up to our audience, which we would love to hear their response, is uh, what would you give up for an iPhone? What would you trade for an iPhone? And you, maybe, can't, you can't say your kids, because yeah. that's been done. <laughs> yeah, well, and maybe not even an iPhone. Maybe what would you trade for, like, the latest uh, Pixel or the, the latest uh, Samsung phone? True. How about what would you swap for the latest any electronic device, how about? Yeah, and be original. Don't just tell us, oh, my spouse. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> As both of us having ex-wives, I never thought I'd say ex-wives plural, but yeah, that's been my case, and you won. Um I mean, didn't win, but I mean, won as in the number one. Um, but yeah, good question. And we're going to have uh, some cool prizes for those who participate in what would you give up to get blank electronics. Tell us what you need so badly that you'd give up what in order to get it. And again, creativity, humor, all of the above will count. Yeah. And you can tell us uh, by any of the uh, three uh, popular ways to participate, which is calling our 800 number, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Uh, what's the other way? The Into Tomorrow app? <laughs> what's the other way? Well, you don't participate yeah. very often in that manner. This is true. Yeah. So it's like when people ask for my phone number, it's like, uh, uh, you don't know your phone number? Well, I don't call myself. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a life. But anyway, yeah, it's like that. You know, we yeah. have to stop for a second and think. Right. So that message to studio button in the app. Which or- is much gooder. Yeah. Because we prefer, please, I'm, I've, I've got praying hands up to the microphone. Please use our free Into Tomorrow app. Takes up such little tiny space on your device, I promise. 
and you sound so much better using the app. Hit that button that says message to studio. Or you can stop by our site and hit that Ask Dave microphone. at uh, Ask into, Dave? Ask Dave. Oh, ask. Okay. Yes. Wow. At intotomorrow.com. There you go. So many ways to participate. What else you got for us? Uh, YouTube is trying out a new feature that uses AI to generate summaries of videos. This means you can quickly read the main points of a video without having to watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The experiment, which was first spotted by Android Police, hopes to provide users with an overview of what's in store for viewers, complementing an existing description created by a human. Google says in a YouTube help page that the experiment is currently live for a limited group of users and available on selected English language videos. Interesting. Well, that might be helpful because a lot yeah. of times you want to watch something, but oh my God, this is going on forever. Mm -hmm. So just go to the highlights. Yeah, watch a, an AI-generated summary. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Another Elon story for you. Apparently Tesla was so swamped with complaints about poor driving ranges that it created a secret team to cancel owner's service appointments. <laughs> that, according to many sources, Reuters reported that Tesla exaggerated the driving range of its vehicles for many years. And to suppress complaints, the EV maker created a secret team to just cancel appointments. It said that the cars often did not need anything to be repaired and that the performance had merely been overstated. So can you imagine that, you know, you buy a car because it says it's going to give you 200 miles on a charge and you only get 100, 125 or something. So they think something's wrong. Call it in. And, nope. Cancel the appointment. Nothing wrong with the car. Well, I can get about 350 miles on my tank of gas. <laughs> That's true. And it doesn't burn up. Car doesn't burn up in your garage or something. And, and when my tank of gas gets empty, it takes me about two minutes to fill it up at a gas station. I don't oh, have to sit there for six hours. That's minimum <laughs> to, to charge it. But $60,000 EVs are what everyone should have. Uh, no. No. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what are you going to give up to have the latest whatever? Be fun. Be creative. Be participating and win prizes. Use the Into Tomorrow app, please. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.
Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow brought to you in part by HughesNet. You can enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. And while you're texting that, stay tuned for our next segment. We'll be chatting with Derek Goatson. He's an attorney advisor with the Office of Native Affairs and Policy with the FCC. He's here to talk about the Affordable Connectivity Program, which is a federal program that helps eligible households get the high-speed internet they need. Yeah. So if you want to save money on internet, stay tuned because you may qualify and we tell you how. And it's pretty cool. So do check that out. Are all sunscreens created equal? It's appropriate, especially for this time of year. Well, here are two differences that you may not be aware of with this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip brought to you by Human Touch. Here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Most sunscreen can be classified into two main types, mineral, otherwise known as physical, and chemical. Mineral sunscreens sit on the surface of the skin and physically block rays like a shield. Chemical sunscreens sink into the skin, where they absorb rays with any of six active ingredients. Chemical is typically recognized for its nicer, more spreadable texture, but as the name implies, it can contain ingredients that may not be proven safe. The mineral versions are usually comprised of zinc and titanium oxides, which are gentle enough for children, but can go on chalky and are less water resistant. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Victoria. I hate when it goes on chalky. But those of us who live in South Florida when we were kids, we're very familiar with the zinc and walking around with white noses. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I think beaches in the summertime all over the world, for that matter. But yeah, certainly a lot more of that was used previously. But check that out. Always good stuff from Victoria. And, of course, our wellness tip each and every week is brought to you by Human Touch. You do want to check them out because wellness every day gives you some great tips when you visit humantouch.com. You can rejuvenate your mind and your body. Don in LaBelle, Florida, just up the ways a piece. Is that over by Tampa? Where's LaBelle? I think that's somewhere north yeah, of us. It's north we're of in us. Miami, so pretty much all of Florida is north of us. <laughs> yeah, very true. Except Cuba, which is yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that. Anyway, Don, welcome into tomorrow. Hi, Dave. I have been uh, using a app called Brain HQ, as in Brain Headquarters for several months now, and I recommend it for anybody who thinks they need to improve their memory or flexibility of their thinking. And uh, it's free, although they do offer a subscription to it as well. But I'm using the free version for many months, and it tells you your rating of your various capabilities compared to others by percentile. So uh, very useful. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you, Don. And why, Christopher, are you pointing to me during his entire call? Because uh, you need to flex your brain muscles. Yeah. Oh. What was this call about? I don't know. Memory? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I need it, too. <laughs> yeah. So we'll the, check out Brain HQ. <laughs> yeah. Do do check that out. Carl in West Dakota. Again, he calls every so often. We'd love yeah. to hear from him, but he doesn't ever say north or south. I didn't yeah. know there was a West Dakota. Well, some people think there is. Which one? Yeah. Is it a little bit of each? Probably. Anyway, hey, Carl, welcome into tomorrow. That's an advice for Nathan and his 86-year-old father that have an iPhone and are having trouble using the touchpad. My advice is don't use the touchpad. Hold down your home key. Read out the number you want to call. Additionally, if the number is in a contact on his phone, he can just hold down and say call into tomorrow. He would also be able to do some calling 
without using yellow pages. For instance, if he held down the home button and said, call my favorite drugstore in Pakwana, South Dakota, if there's something there, you should get a phone call happening. I think that's a much better choice than the jitterbug phone and other feature phones, although I'm not aware of exactly Nathan's father's capability. I think he will do very well. Well, thank you, Carl. Good stuff. Again, listeners helping other listeners, some of our favorite calls. And he gave himself away there when he talked about his favorite pharmacy in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. I'll bet it's Southwest Dakota. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But, Carl, we appreciate it. It's always great to have listeners helping other listeners and folks that listen to other calls and have great tips. You know, we don't have all the answers. Whatever we can't make up, we count on our audience to join us with some additional input. Do we not? We do, always. Peter in Wilmington, Delaware. Welcome into tomorrow. I have a Windows 10 computer that I like a whole lot, and it can't be upgraded to Windows 11. How much longer is Microsoft going to support Windows 10? Will I be able to continue using my Windows 10 computer after Microsoft stops supporting Windows 10? Well, Peter, you've got about uh, 10 minutes. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, There isn't a single Windows 10, so your end of support date will depend on the version of Windows 10 that you're currently on. For example, if you're on Windows 10 22H2, you're all set until October of 2025. Your version will continue to get security updates, and then you won't have to think about this for a while longer. The catch here, though, is that you're likely not on that version because your computer can't be upgraded to Windows 11. But having said that, the lack of support means a lack of security updates, which means that you'll be exposed to threats that Microsoft will not patch. And of course, it's not rare for those threats to be exploited in the real world. So your world will become considerably less safe, at least your computing world. Um, Now, if you access accounts that are tied to things like online banking, taxes, or even an email address that you use to secure your login to those types of services using that laptop, those activities will become riskier. Now, that doesn't mean it's the end of the line for the computer itself. Uh, You may be able to, for example, install a Linux distribution on it to keep taking advantage of the hardware. Now, that said, Linux is easier to use than it's ever been before, but it's still not the easiest daily driver computer for anyone, let alone for people who aren't very technical. Now, when your Windows machine reaches the end of its life, uh, it would be smart to look for alternatives to make sure that your accounts cannot be compromised by known vulnerabilities. Yeah. Or, of course, the other option, even though I understand you say you really like that computer, is to upgrade to a newer computer, a Windows 11 machine, for example. And then you'll have a lot more support for many years. But I get what Peter's trying to do, and I don't blame him. You know, I like my computer. It's got whatever I need on it, and I don't want to change it if I don't have to. So I'm in the same boat as Peter there. So let us know what you end up doing, because it'll certainly help other listeners as well. Of course, helping other listeners is among our favorite calls. So join us, won't you? We'll meet you at intotomorrow.com. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses. From digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts, our experts drive results. 
Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com slash compatibility. As Into Tomorrow continues, I'm Dave Graveline, our 28th year covering the latest in consumer tech, all sorts of things, gadgets and gizmos and products and services, you name it. If it involves technology, we talk about it here on Into Tomorrow all these years, and we love it when you call in and participate. Of course, we send you prizes when we hear you on the show, but more importantly, we'd like to answer your questions or share your tech rage or share your listeners helping other listeners kinds of input as well. We don't have all the answers, and perhaps you've encountered something similar to a caller you've heard with a problem, and you can share your solution. We love it when listeners help listeners. So join us any number of ways, our free Into Tomorrow app. You can call the 800 number, and that's 800-899-INTO anytime, 24-7, Or you can join us on our website and hit that little red Ask Dave microphone that's off to the right on anything with a browser and a microphone at intotomorrow.com. The Affordable Connectivity Program, or ACP, is a federal program that helps eligible households get the high-speed Internet that we all need. The ACP provides eligible households On qualifying tribal lands, a savings of $75 a month. I mean, this is pretty cool in and of itself, but joining us to talk more about it, learn more about it, is the attorney advisor for the Office of Native Affairs and Policy with the FCC, or Federal Communications Commission, Derek Goetzen. Derek, welcome into tomorrow. How are you doing? Hi, Dave. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for joining us. Uh, first of all, tell me a little more about this affordable connectivity program. I know I kind of teased our audience as to what it is, but how did it come about and, and where are we headed with it in general? The uh, Yeah, the program came about actually during the pandemic. Um, there was a predecessor program um, that was implemented called the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program. And it provided the $75 benefit uh, to tribal lands um, and also a general benefit. And then it carried over because um, we realized, as you mentioned, how important the Internet is in our daily lives. 
So the new program is that's been around for uh, about a year and a half is the Affordable Connectivity Program. And it's a program that helps eligible households uh, get savings on their monthly internet bill um, so that they can get connected and participate in today's uh, modern online society. And I'm glad, Derek, that you said that it, it really was enhanced during the pandemic because, of course, more people were either working from home or just having to stay home or take classes from home, any number of things. And obviously, the Internet became so much more important. I mean, we all learned what Zoom meetings were and <laughs> things of that nature as well. Um, what is the general uh, eligibility then for folks to be able to participate in the ACP? Um, for for households that are uh, not located on tribal lands, uh, to for them to become eligible, they need to meet an income requirement, uh, which is at about uh, sixty thousand a year uh, for a family of four, or twenty nine thousand a year uh, for an individual. In other words, or, making making less than that, right? Uh, uh, about yeah, about that much or less. Okay. That's right. Gotcha. That's right, Dave. Yeah, or someone in the household participates in uh, a qualifying federal assistance program, which includes uh, SNAP, which is the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, Medicaid, um, or if they are tribal members, or um, which means they're enrolled with a federally recognized tribe. There's specific tribal assistance programs that qualify them, such as the Bureau of Indian Affairs General Assistance Program. Oh, okay, very good. So really, anyone in the country with meeting those qualifications, the, uh, the eligibility for under income and that kind of thing, uh, can qualify for some assistance and get a discount on their internet connections, basically, correct? Uh, yes, that's right, Dave. They get a discount um, and that discount uh, applies um, directly on to their monthly bill. That is something that their that their internet service provider will do on their behalf once they apply and are enrolled into in the program. They will see that savings directly onto their bill. Okay, terrific. So basically, uh, the ACP is subsidizing that internet service provider. I'm assuming. Yes, that's right. Uh, we we subsidize the internet service provider on that monthly discount, and also um, there we also provide um, uh, a savings, a one-time savings for a connected device, and a connected device is a desktop computer a laptop computer or a tablet and um, a household can get uh, this one-time discount of up to a hundred dollars on such a connected device as well but the, the household will need to check with their internet provider to make sure that they offer that one-time connected device discount. Okay. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's extra helpful, I think. And a lot of people can say, well, even if you just get a, an inexpensive tablet, uh, you can certainly save money. And now you've got a device that everyone in the household can take advantage of and have that good internet connection. Uh, how does one find out if your internet service provider is participating in this or is everyone? 
not all internet service providers are participating. They have they choose to participate. Uh, so they are called participating providers. And we provide um, a directory of all um, internet service providers that are participating in this program. And you can check that by going to the website getinternet.gov. And there's a tool called Companies Near Me tool. You click on that. And then you can put in your zip code, your state, or your city. And then from there, it gives you a list of any local providers that are participating in the ACP program. And it will tell you whether or not they're offering the monthly benefit, the device benefit, or both. Excellent. And I'm sure you have other companies signing on uh, as we go periodically because they also want to make sure that they can connect more and more people. And if they're getting subsidized for that connection, then it's a win-win for everybody. That's right. It is a win-win because they um, they, they will see um, more customers participating in their services. Mm-hmm. And then also those those households they get the access to high-speed internet in their homes at an affordable price. And if if available, they can also get a connected device, like you said, like a tablet. Sure. Uh, is this something that is ongoing, or is there an unfortunate end in sight? Or is this something we can kind of count on for folks around the country, uh, at least until, what, Congress decides no more? Or how does that work? Uh, yeah, so how it works is we have a pot of money that uh, Congress set aside, and the program will run as long as that uh, pot has money in it. Once it runs out, however, the program um, uh, will, will, will not have any more funding available to it. But I assure you that uh, members of Congress are aware of the program and its importance, and there are they are they they are, there's discussions going on um, as we speak about um, about the lifespan of this program. Good, and I would imagine that it's been very successful. Do you have any idea how many are signed up at this point, both tribal lands and others off of tribal lands? Uh, yeah, so nationwide, more than 19 million households are enrolled in ACP. Wow! And for uh, households located on qualifying tribal lands, more than 248,000 households are signed up nationwide. That's excellent. And of course, if they're on tribal lands, there's a larger savings, correct? Yes, the savings is is significant, actually. Um, $45 more than the uh, non-tribal discount. And so that is is savings that uh, was implemented during the pandemic, and that just recognizes uh, the uh, the importance of getting um, our most our communities in the country that are in most need of internet connected um, on the internet today. And with that savings of seventy five dollars a month, uh, in many cases, that can totally pay for their internet connection. Does it not? Uh, that's right, Dave. In some, um, in many instances, it covers uh, the costs of of internet services for the entire month uh, for many households across the country. That's awesome. And we appreciate you letting us know all about it again. GetInternet.gov 
to sign up to find out if participating ISPs, Internet Service Providers in your area, are enrolled. If not, slap them around. They certainly should be. And say, get on, get with the program, the Affordable Connectivity Program. Derek Goatson, Attorney Advisor for the Office of Native Affairs and Policy with the FCC. Thanks so much, Derek, for spending a few minutes with us and enlightening us about this ACP. Thank you, Dave. And I just want to, once again, uh, invite anyone who thinks they may be eligible to visit getinternet.gov and and sign up and start saving today. Absolutely. Gotta love it. Take some of that pot of money. <laughs> I'd like that description as well. Again, getinternet.gov. We'll link you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Of course, as we do with all of our guests, I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come right here on the Advanced Media Network. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch, your best every day. Hey everyone, Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. And thank you, Cameron. Apple TV will be gaining a myriad of several new features with the rollout of TVOS 17 coming this fall, including FaceTime, Dialogue Enhancer, and Remote Control Finder, the public beta is available now if you should be so lucky. I need a remote control finder. That's a feature that I thought you know Amazon announced for their upcoming Alexa remotes a while back, and it still isn't it here. Still isn't supposedly. Here. You know, I read that you'll be able to say Alexa, where's my remote, and it'll start beeping or something, but, or, or something. Yeah. Or will it just tell you if it's that smart that it's in the couch cushions on the left? It's, uh, yeah, it's what it should, happens when I let Cameron control the remote because he always loses it. Yeah. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Start your free trial at blubrry.com. Do you remember when the first successful transatlantic telegraph line went into operation? No. No, I wasn't around then either. Edison also invents a new way to listen to music, and IBM dedicates a 51-foot calculator. It all happened this week in tech history. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. 
time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. Here's Chris. This week in 1858, Dave was there when the transatlantic was cable. Not. <laughs> Dave's not here. Yeah, you heard it. Dave's not here. The transatlantic, uh, that must have been the first uh, wire sent across the wire. I, I, th- I think it yeah. was. Anyway, in, in, No, it was this. Oh. Hello, Moto. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back in 1858, the transatlantic cable was finished, and Britain's Queen Victoria sent a telegram to U.S. President Buchanan. No, that's not what it said. Um, she congratulated the president on an undertaking that she hoped would serve as an additional bond of union between the United States and England. Wow. The messages were hard to decipher, and Queen Victoria's message of 98 words took 16 hours to cross the Atlantic. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, for back then, though, it was the first time it could do any of that. Yeah. Wow. In 1876, Thomas Edison patented the mimeograph machine. He described it as a method of preparing autographic stencils for printing. Uh? Many of us remember mimeograph copies from school, those nice-smelling papers with the purple ink on them. Yeah, we, to, we, that was kind of a, a high back then. Yeah, I used to love smelling <laughs> the mimeographs back in elementary school. You're dating yourself. I am. Because most people listening under 30 have no clue what a mimeograph is. Yeah, most people under 40 don't even know what a well, mimeograph is. Well, that's also true. Wow. And, that means you're older than that. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, old Tom was a busy man because a year later, in 1877, he finished figuring out his first phonograph. Edison handed the model of his invention to John Crusey with instructions on how to build it. Crucy, who was a confident man, bet the inventor $2 and said there was no way the machine would ever work. <laughs> well, less than 30 hours later, they had a machine that worked on the first try. Ah, <laughs> so Crucy lost the bet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of birthdays and birthday months, this is the start of your birthday month. It is. Yeah. He's going to be Miami-Dade police code for DOA. Yeah. And who said anything about birthdays? I don't know. No. I just yeah. thought I'd bring it up. Oh, okay. All right. I'm now accepting gifts. Happy early birthday. It's not till the 20th of August, for crying out loud. Uh, In 1944 this week, IBM dedicated the first program-controlled calculator, the Automatic Sequence Controlled Calculator, better known as the Harvard Mark I. This wasn't the kind of calculator you could throw in your backpack. This calculator (laughs) used 765,000 electromechanical components and hundreds of miles of wire. It was 51 feet long, 8 feet high, and 2 feet deep. Never send a human to do a machine's job. Exactly. This was a calculator, for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. Did it even calculate, at least? It calculated. Okay, good. Uh, in 1981, IBM introduced the personal computer with their 5150 model. We had one of those. Yeah. The IBM PC ran on the Intel 8088 microprocessor. It had a whopping 16 kilobytes of memory, no built-in clock or video capability, but it was available with an optional color monitor. It well, that's at least what I thought back then, being the only one of my friends who had a computer in their house. I know. Uh, prices uh, for the uh, 5150 started at about $1,500. Most illogical. Yeah, and that was in 1981 Whoa. The IBM PC was a smashing success, and IBM quickly became the number one microcomputer company, dropping Apple to number two. It's oh. Yeah, poor yeah. Apple. Yeah. And I think that was the last time anybody ever said poor Apple. Yeah. And that's our look back at this week in tech history. History, 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 history. history, history. Pretty wild. Yeah. Interesting. Did I mention Jeopardy fans with Roku television sets can now play the game at home with the launch of a voice-activated version of the hit game that lets viewers shout answers to the screen? Oh. 
The game, developed by Volley, is available for a free one-week trial on all Roku sets. <laughs> so if you have a Roku set and you're a Jeopardy fan, go for it. Remember, your answer must be in the form of a question. Oh. <laughs> is that Jeopardy? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Well, I was playing, uh, I think it's Trivia Crack or whatever on, uh, I beg net- your pardon? on, on Netflix. I think you know it's, it was based on an old uh, iPhone, uh, iOS app, oh. Trivia, and it's an interactive thing with Trivia. Yeah, I found myself uh, strangely- Play it on Netflix? Yeah. Strangely, really? you use your, your remote to pick answers, and you got to do it in, you know, in time before time's up, and I found myself oddly addicted to it. For how many hours? Uh, like three or four. In a row? Mm-hmm, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Huge changes could be on the horizon for iPhone users after the Japanese government recently expressed its desire to enforce limitations on how Apple and Google handle their app ecosystem. Uh-oh. Apple, for example, could be prevented from forcing users to only download apps through its app store. Google allows users to download any APK file they found strewn across the internet, but Apple is a little more strict. Developers need to have their application uploaded to the App Store in order for it to be downloadable on an iPhone and iPad. Uh, But with some of the pressure Apple is facing from numerous governments, this could change soon. The Japanese Times claims that the government is drafting up these regulations to increase competition and will be submitted sometime next year. Whoa, interesting. It's hurry up and wait to see how they deal with that. Yeah, and with you know a company, a company, a country <laughs> as big as Japan, if they make these rules, then it might be you know might start going around the world. Oh yeah, I see the EU picking it up really yeah. fast too. At that point, technology could introduce taste and texture to the metaverse. That, according to a scientist, that's developed a smart spoon that uses electrodes to stimulate saltiness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maybe it simulates saltiness as well. Questions remain, however, including whether simulated sweetness would trigger insulin release. And Fast Company reports that at least one expert predicts a years-long wait for realistic virtual tastes. But that would be interesting. But then do you want to be sticking an electronic uh, spoon in your mouth and hope that you're just sensing a taste? No. It could be a shocking experience, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I've been waiting for Smell-O-Vision for years, and no, that still isn't out. <laughs> uh, I've I'm been talking in... about for, like, Food Network. and. Oh, whew, I was going to say, I've been in your living room. You already have Smell-O-Vision, but yeah, that's no. just trying to watch TV with Chris. Uh, that's because I have three boys under 12 at my house. Yeah. Oh, sure. And, of course, you you blame them. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, right. I don't have a dog. Got to blame somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Chris in, in, in his living room. <laughs> Get a dog. What do you guys think? 800-899-INTO and join us at intotomorrow.com. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. 
Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured low-cost Wows of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the continuous glucose monitor for all types of diabetes. Visit dexcom.com. You know, some people listening may not know this, but when you call in and participate any number of convenient ways, you win prizes. We send you stuff just for joining us on the show, like... From Vivu, at-home urine tests to track your body's wellness. From Creative, we've got Live Cam, Sync V3, plug-and-play webcams. From Obvious Solutions, Minder Portable Folding Bluetooth Keyboard. And from Brondell, the ever-popular Pro Sanitizing Air Purifier that removes dust, dander, pollen, smoke, and airborne viruses worth about $800. No wonder we got a lot of folks requesting that. Yeah. So we use random algorithms and pull digital zeros and ones out of a hat to decide who gets what. But the fact is... You win stuff when you participate. How do they best participate? By calling the Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Hitting that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com or pressing that uh, message to studio button in the free Into Tomorrow app. Jack in Lakewood, New Jersey. Hello, Jack. I recently moved out of Brooklyn, New York, and into New Jersey, where now I have Optimum. When I ordered my TV part, they sent me an Altis One Mini. And they also gave me two remotes because I asked for two remotes. My wife wants one, and I want one. <laughs> However, they say that both of them can't be hooked up the same way. I gave my wife the easier one. She just pushes buttons, and it's fine. I have to point. I have to have line of sight. And that usually my, my feet get in the way, my blanket gets in the way, all sorts of things. I need to find a way to be able to have both remotes work the same way wirelessly and without line of sight. It's a big issue for me. I really would love to be able to have my remote. When she's sleeping, I use mine. When I'm sleeping, she uses hers. And they both work the same way without line of sight. Any help you can give me, any direction you can send me, I would really appreciate it. Well, Jack, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do with an Altis One mini box. The manufacturer assumes one remote per box. For example, if you had a box in the bedroom and one in the living room, and had lost your living room remote, you could pair your bedroom's remote to the living room box, but the remote would stay paired only to the living room and would no longer be able to interact with the bedroom's box, for example. Yeah, now the opposite case is true as well. You can pair a remote with a box, uh, but when you pair a second one, it will become the only sole remote. Uh, you're able to use the infrared portion of the remote because that requires no pairing at all, and the box has no idea who it's talking to. Unfortunately, unless you get a different cable box, you won't be able to do what you want to do. Well, now, and by the way, I think if anyone ever asks for a definition of first world problems, then having to move my foot when I use my second remote control in bed is a big issue for me, I think is a pretty good one. Yeah, I would think it's so, too. It's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> uh, or the blanket gets in the way. So, Jack, I hear you, and I can feel for you, but I think you and the missus just need to work it out. <laughs> and use the better remote, in this case, hers, 
no matter what. Just decide, do you put it right here in the middle of the blanket between the two of you or something so you can both use it? Janet in Mississippi, welcome into tomorrow. I've got a question about travel cameras. I have gotten three or four in the last couple of years, and every one of them seems to break. Oh. It's working. I put another card in it. It won't work. The batteries run down quickly. But the main thing is that they just quit working. Oh. Can you tell me the very best camera I can get? You know, I'll pay the money if I know it will last a long time. Well, first of all, Andy's in the control room holding up his Samsung Fold phone and offering it to her. It's, oh. a, it's a camera. Oh, that's very nice. I think that's really very nice of him. Yeah. So, uh, which, of course, is a good point, Janet, because you got your phone. But honestly, unless you have specific needs these days, your best bet for a travel camera is, drumroll, your smartphone. They have solid cameras. They're reliable. And you'll already, of course, be carrying it. And now, if you want a standalone camera and you've had issues with cameras breaking, you can look at ruggedized cameras. For example, the Nikon Coolpix W300 has been around for a very long time, and it's waterproof, shockproof. Uh, the newer versions of it have even been updated to be able to do 4K video and take really big pictures. Yeah, Panasonic's Lumix DC-TS7 is their equivalent offering, if you like them better. Uh, but the cameras themselves will be about as good as each other. Now, both of those are specialty products these days, since most people just use their phones. Uh, so they'll both cost you roughly $550, which place them in line with entry-level DSLRs and mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Now, DSLRs and mirrorless cameras will usually be more versatile since they typically offer interchangeable lenses and are built for better optical quality. Yeah, now the catch there is that if you can take off a lens, then the camera is not dustproof or waterproof, so they might be too delicate for your use. Yeah, but Janet, hopefully we've thrown enough suggestions out at you that uh, you can give one or more of them a try, but initially, just use your smartphone and see how that works out for you for a while. Just be careful with it. You know what happens when you visit us anytime at your leisure at intotomorrow.com? Well, there's a lot that can happen. But a little box pops up. Yeah, and you put your email address in. And? And that gets you on the list for our once-a-week free tech newsletter. D there you go. It's I mean, only once a week. It's free, and it has tech news. And we don't spam you. It has tech news and stuff. It's yeah. important that you remembered that. Uh, but exactly, it's just your email address. We don't share it with anyone in spite of the constant begging. Uh, from companies and so forth. And we've not shared it with anyone in 28 years, anybody's email. We're not going to start now. But of course, if you love us, because we love you, you get our once-a-week tech newsletter. Your email address only. And then watch your email, because it's a double opt-in program, which means you're going to get an email saying, are you sure you want this? You click that link, and voila! You get our free tech newsletter, among other things, this week. Yeah, we've got a, a hacker breached LastPass by installing Keylogger on an employee's home computer. Oops. The hacker also exploited a vulnerability in a third-party media software package to help launch malware on the employee's computer. Uh-oh. So we got that and more. you got to check out the hmm thoughts because they make you smile. Chris puts three or four of those in every week because he wants you to smile. Always. Yeah, very good. And I'm smiling, too, all the time. I smile because it makes people nervous. Yeah. What is he smiling about? So I've always said, always smile, because that way it makes people wonder what you're up to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you up to? Hopefully joining us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, 
This has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.